Welcome to the Bulldog Mindset Podcast, where you learn how to be a man, build financial independence, get the physique you want, and get the girls you want every single day. Join us on the YouTube channel by searching for Bulldog Mindset, and don't forget to take the Bulldog Quiz at bulldogmindset.com slash pquiz. Once again, it's at bulldogmindset.com forward slash pquiz. I bought my first property when I was about 19 years old. I was not making money in my pocket, so you can't really retire off of that. So I went and I figured out how much cash flow do I need. The reason why I paid off my properties, okay, at that point in time is because I wasn't really smart about this. I was just a kid who didn't want to pay rent and thought, hey, it'd probably be smarter if I bought a property and lived in it and maybe rented out to some of my friends instead of, of paying rent. I got a real estate agent. You know, I didn't give up. I got a lender that would give me a loan. It, the terms were not very good. There was like a three-year prepayment payment penalty. And I think the interest rate was somewhere around like 10%. It was like some ridiculous amount. Okay. But I did it and I got it and I got my first property. First property was a mess. My first rental, like renting it out to a friend of mine who basically destroyed the place and didn't pay rent to trying to sell the property because I was so sick of it and having it basically being gutted. Long story short, I eventually went and started buying properties every year. And I really had this goal of retiring early. There's one catch though, cash flow. 15 years, if I hold on to these properties and I'm buying one property every year, I could essentially sell the property after 15 years or I could hold on to the properties until 30 years had passed and then they would be paid off. That's a long time. I wanted to retire younger than that. As you can imagine, there's probably not much cash flow. In fact, at some point, I was buying properties with negative cash flow, very, very leveraged. And so every month I'd be paying money out of my pocket to keep the property. Even though I was getting rents, it still wasn't covering the mortgage and all the expenses for the property, or it was just barely covering it, but I didn't have any cash flow. I was not making money in my pocket, so you can't really retire off of that. All these properties, they're generating a lot of, of profit, but not much cash flow. So I went and I figured out how much cash flow do I need. I needed about 5K a month. Now it's not retiring rich, it's more Mr. Money Mustache if you know who he is. It would allow me to basically be free, to not have to work a job. That was sort of my goal and that was what I was planning for retirement. What I would need to do is to start paying off these properties in order to accelerate the rate at which I could start getting cash flow from these properties. Over the next couple of years, I had some good income coming in. So I was taking all that money and I was basically dumping it into paying off the mortgage on these properties, starting with the highest interest loans first. Since I started doing that maybe four to five years to get enough of them paid off where I had that point where my cash flow was now 5K a month and I was officially retired. When you invest in real estate, then you've got this dial. Any property that you buy, you can turn the knob all the way over to the cash flow side, or you can turn it over to the leverage side. The more that you turn things over to the cash flow side, the more money that you're going to get right now in your pocket, it's cash flow. You can use that money, then you can retire, you can live off of that money, it's, it's money in your pocket. You can turn the dial over to the leverage side, and when you turn it over to the leverage side, leverage is not bad. Leverage is the only way to create true wealth to become truly rich. It can be bad if you're over leveraged. You don't get much cash flow, okay? Because you have to pay the, the mortgage, you have to pay the debt service on this now, but, you get some other interesting attributes that you actually make more profit overall. Say that you bought a house for $100,000. You had $100,000 and you just paid $100,000. You could turn the lever all the way the other way. Instead of buying that property 100% cash, what you could do is you could buy five 
$100,000 properties. Hey Bulldogs, just want to take a moment and tell you to take the Bulldog quiz to see what your Bulldog score is. Go to bulldogmindset.com forward slash P quiz to find out your score. Also, once you take the quiz, I'll send you three of my best videos for free on how to raise your score. You don't want to miss this, so make sure you head to bulldogmindset.com forward slash P-Q-U-I-Z right now and take it. Putting 20% down and getting 80% loan from the bank, assuming that you break even on it, or you might even be slightly negative, you're going to have a huge amount of leverage. With your $100,000, you're controlling a million dollars worth of real estate versus controlling $100,000 with your $100,000. We need to understand the four ways that you make money in real estate. The first way you make money in real estate is through cash flow. Okay, that's pretty obvious. You have a property, you rent it out, you get some money, and you get some money in your pocket. That's cash flow. The second way to make money in real estate is through principal pay down. So you have a mortgage on a property. When you pay that check, so that's like money in the bank. The third way is through depreciation. This one's a little bit more complicated, but essentially the way it works like this is that if you have, let's say, some residential real estate, you can use straight line depreciation to reduce your cost basis in the property. You are going to take a tax break divided over 27 and a half years of the value of the structure. Basically, you can take the property and the, the value of the property and you can depreciate it over 27 and a half years, just the structural value, not the land value. And that can be just a line item deduction on your taxes. The fourth way, and perhaps the most important man, way that you make money in real estate is called leveraged appreciation. If you have a property that just goes up 3% in value and you own it 100% cash, you pay for the, you, you, you gain 3%. You put 10% down on it. You put $10,000 in. And that property goes up 3% in value. What's your return on your investment? It's not 3%, okay? The property went from $100,000 to $103,000. You only put $10,000 in. So you made $3,000, but you made $3,000 off of your $10,000, okay? That's a 30% return on your money. Imagine that you had a property that had the characteristics such that the cash flow gave you, let's say an 8% return on your money. That's pretty much it. You're just making 8%. You might be making a little bit more with depreciation, maybe like nine, 10%, 11%. That's all you're making on your money, but you're getting cash now, right? And you can live off of that cash. Now, if we turn the knob all the way to the other side, to the leverage side, do we get cash flow? Little to none. Do you get a principal pay down? Yes. Are we getting depreciation? Yeah. How are we doing on leverage depreciation? Now we're doing good. It should be obvious right now, but the reason why I paid off my properties, okay, at that point in time is because I wanted the cash flow and I wanted the security. I was making more money technically leaving the properties leveraged, but I had a very low to zero cash flow situation, and so I couldn't quite retire. I wanted to know that no matter what, I don't ever have to work another day in my life because I have these paid off properties and they're just gonna continue to kick me cash and they're gonna go up in value and the rents are gonna continue to go up and it's a hedge against inflation and I'm good. Did I need to do it? This is a good question because a lot of you have asked this question. Probably not. I probably didn't really need to do it because I didn't really end up retiring. I didn't actually retire. I'm still running Simple Programmer. I'm still running Bulldog Mindset. I'm still doing a lot of stuff and making a lot of money. So I didn't really need that 5K a month. It's nice to have it, but I could have left it leveraged and I would have been fine. Little did I know. If you're starting out, you should be using leverage but you should be doing it in a smart way. A lot of people are afraid of leverage. Long-term leverage will be good. Short-term leverage is dangerous, okay? Remember that. If you remember one thing from this video and you're investing in real estate starting out, that's the thing to remember. I recommend putting about 20% down payment on property or just trying to be barely above break-even for cash. 20% 
is not always a, a rule, right? It depends on what the property values are. In general, you want to be about break even, accounting for maintenance and some other expenses, and you want to make sure that that's, that's what you're doing there. The important concept for you to understand from this video is that knob, okay? You can turn that knob to the cash flow side or to the leverage side, and that's why I sold all my properties, is because I, or that's why I paid off all my properties, is because I wanted the cash flow at that time.